0: to tune up the band, and it's Christian, for it is another episode of the Sweet Chinwag podcast. I am Sam. This
1: moment has
0: just become instantly classic. (laughs) You're damn right it's become instantly classic. I'm Sam, alongside Reardon and Dan, as we continue our journey for the wacky world of professional wrestling. Joining us this week, he's been on the podcast twice before. I think we've broken him twice already in those two episodes. Especially, but it's nice to actually have him here for a proper full on episode. Uh, Video editing extraordinaire, a member of the Base World podcast, and most importantly, super fan boy of the band Lovejoy. It's top super kicker, aka chair. Hello, hello. Also, that was, uh, that was two lies
1: and a truth right there. Only that last yeah. one's correct, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself. Uh, thank you, lads, for having me on. Uh, right. I believe we're talking about ECW 2009 this week, which will be very interesting. I've Hell, got some yeah, notes. <laughs> I even have... A, I had a revelation last time. As we are recording this the uh, the Sunday after the second ever AEW collision. I did notice something about collisions similar to ECW 2009, so... Uh, I might point that out uh, yeah. when the moment comes. Absolutely. Hit me like
0: a Absolutely, Chair, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on, sir. I, I mean, I think we're slowly whittling down every single person that's part of the Base World podcast. And uh, look at it this, mate. You beat Chris, Zane, Wyatt and Tony to this. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, I just don't know how I beat Tony and
1: Zane because they're the funny ones. <laughs> I'll be honest. I mean, I don't know how I got here, but...
0: Happy to be it's in the, on the uh, the, the,
1: the
2: Brav connection. That's it. That, that
0: makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we had Cass on for the first, you know? <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense. Anyway, how's everyone been this week? Sweaty? Hot? Bothered? Because I sure as hell am. The UK the is above. on
3: fire. <laughs> yes to all of that. But you know what? It's actually been a pretty good week for me for a, a variety of things. So I cannot actually, like complain too hard <laughs> I, I actually p- lost my wallet on the bus this week so it wasn't that's great for me either to uh... <laughs> yin and yang right <laughs> there <laughs>
2: oh. I'll, be, I'll be honest lads i've just been dying in the heat all week yeah that's uh, I've, I've said it before but uh the air conditioning is still broken in one half of my workplace oh, i'm sorry so we just have one side of the building that's like 10 degrees hotter than everywhere else. Yeah. That's going to be a pain. Yeah. Especially since we a... turning
1: up the heat with ECW 2009. It so. hey. exactly. can only get
0: worse. It
2: can and only I, get worse from that.
0: And as per usual, I've yeah. just been dying on the inside.
2: Uh, if, if, if there was anything that was going to give me hot flushes, God knows it's ECW 2009. And Braden hey. Walker. Hell yeah, Braden Walker. We'll get to we cross it. We'll give you
0: this podcast. Face those lovely people over at SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and forever pending other platforms.
3: You know, guys. I'm very happy I I got to hear that. (laughs) How dare you! How dare you! I love How dare the platforms? I was gonna say, I was did gonna he say, just, Did he just cut me off?
1: You do realize, I, though I was just very happy that I got to hear the forever
0: pending of oh, the platforms, and I got to say it. So I've gotten all I all I wanted. <laughs> Reardon, you do realize, uh, no, yeah, you do realize now that you can fully go full derail on chair now, Reardon
3: that's that's it that's it will i pal you know what you know what you know what i i can i will take a lot from from the guests and i do i take a lot from the guests of this podcast but i refuse to be cut off because we are always pending and we always will be even with people rudely interrupting me <laughs> You do realise that even though Melee
0: is his biggest nemesis, even Melee had the decency to wait before like, before we all finished. <laughs> you, finish.
3: you have just made a powerful enemy. <laughs> I live for this.
0: So before we get into the badness. Before we, or I mean, we're already in the madness, before we get to yeah, the true are. insanity of Chairs Defence of ECW in the year 2009, it is time to visit Dan for this week's Wrestling News. Dun, 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 dun. Down. Wrestling News. And it's feeling very oozy. <laughs>
2: he is feeling oozy. Um Yeah, let's jump into, uh, let's start with Collision. Yes. Um, and I think the first thing I have to say is I I I'm not feeling the uh, the Chris Jericho Minoru Suzuki team. Me neither. I really? like. I'm I'm not feeling it. I feel like Minoru
0: Suzuki... it does. You know what it is? It's actually no. It's almost perfect for Suzuki because he's known as the grumpy granddad, and he is completely grumpy and completely granddad like.
2: Yeah, but like I don't. <laughs>
0: And which is why, in the reason just... he is is because he's paired with Chris Jericho.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, that doesn't that doesn't make me happy about it. <laughs> like, I I don't, I don't know it.
0: It, it could be worse. It just, it,
2: just, it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. You know, I feel like there's someone else they could have picked.
0: I was going to say it could be worse. They could have paired him. They could have had. The, uh, the wizard Chris Jericho versus Katsuyori Shibata. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I want Shibata to kick I the think that hell result, out. Of... I,
2: think I was going to say, I think that results in Chris Jericho shoot dying. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch everything I said. To I want be that fair, the door. To be fair, if Keiji Muto still had knees, he would have taken this spot.
0: Oh, I wish that was the... Oh, man.
2: If oh. he still had knees, he would do it. But he doesn't. So we're, we have Minoru Suzuki in here, and then we have Tetsuya Naito with Darby Allin and Sting. Which, again, I also... I don't think it's strange. It feels odd, though.
0: Ah, yes, the tranquilo I dudes it, though, with dude. attitude.
2: <laughs> I do get it, though. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do. I like
0: it. It's a nice kind of, like, if you wanna spin it around, the rivalry for the IC title with Naito and Jericho's there, so there's something that to work with there, but Yeah, there uh,
2: is something there is something there.
0: It's what it's what it is. We've got the f- opening round of the Owen Hart Cup coming up at the Forbidden Door, and I'm and I'm 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 rooting for Bread Man Satoshi Kojima, honestly. <laughs> yes, because it's the correct choice. <laughs> it's gonna kill CM Punk. <laughs> I wonder if I, mean, I wonder oh if Punk going to be in the center I... of the ring, start doing his impression of Homicide. Oh, Japan, Kojima, Larry Ed, Larry Larry like you know, it's,
2: it's it wasn't. It's 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 nothing. It's nothing too bad. Again, it's that other thing of what I said when, remember, all the way back
0: when the Owen was first announced. I still feel like us as fads are all in the unanimous agreement of this really should be a tournament to showcase the younger, technically based wrestlers on your roster, but it just doesn't. They just don't get that for some reason. They kind of just
2: chuck people together. Yeah, they really just don't
0: do it, huh? Kind of odd. Oh well, at least we'll be able to put on our own version of the Owen Hart Tournament on AEW Fight Forever. Basically, I'm exactly. just going to make—I'm just basically going to make Captain Insano like the winner of the Owen Hart. Cup. <laughs> Incredibly based, THQ Nordic, please sponsor the Sweet Chinwag podcast.
1: Listen, they—they're good for it. I promise.
0: You know what? I didn't even pay chair to say that. <laughs> Uh, just it's, just the, remi- the it's just reminding of
2: me of the NL bit where they like got they got the thing for the Tokyo Olympics game. And it was like some guy from Sega reached out to us, and am- amazingly, they said yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Someone at Sega is an NL fan. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we also had uh, Swerve versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, of which the only thing I can say about this is just it's just it's just weird that they just put swerve
3: in there when he's in the middle of like a feud hey,
2: I, I love oh, tanahashi the man's the man's showing his age but like i can't complain
0: hey oh well, i'm i'm just saying I, I can't complain when it was actually a, a very entertaining and fun match i i'm look i am i one of the only people that's kind of looking forward to the AEW world championship match mostly because it'll be kind of like It'll be funny in a way that a lot of super casual fans will be kind of behind Max, and I guess the rest of us will be like, "Fuck him up, Tanahashi."
2: Yes. <laughs> and he says he's a. I need. A red- I need. I need a, a strong, spirited. I, I I do not know if Tanahashi. I want to believe that Tanahashi has that old boy dog in him. I- I'd like to think so.
0: <coughs> Either that or he's still
2: cosplaying as Lars from
0: Tekken, but
2: I, I-, I digress just, about he's that. He's just there like, okay, you're getting a bit too big for your boots, kid. Just fucking fat elbow to the face. And he says he's
0: irrelevant. I beg to differ, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Tanahashi was with Shinsuke Nakamura and Okada in the Japanese music video for Happy by Pharrell Williams. So I'd say he wasn't irrelevant at all. That's, that's, the, that, that, that's the real metric. <laughs> oh, but Is that you know. real? That is yeah. actually real. have I never seen this?! <laughs> Akada does- th- Akada makes it rain in the music video. I need to see this now. And Shinsuke Nakamura starts moonwalking.
2: I'm gonna find that after this is
1: over. <laughs>
2: uh, um... I need it. Shout out to the uh, the Brody King and match. Oh. Fucking awesome. Exactly what I need from uh, Collision
0: yes I, yeah, I, it was a very fun match very very fun match
2: there i, I
1: say very ECW 2009 match which he, is why it was great he's, he's he's right you
0: know he's right you know Don't hey, it, you. Here. here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing if i were tk i would be clamoring at the bit to try and keep andrade and roosh in your company
2: wouldn't you oh yeah 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 but you will understand though the, these men these men have grown up entrenched in lucha heritage. They have no loyalties to anyone except themselves. This, this is true.
0: I mean, as I said to you the other week, like, I can't wait for the Roosh-CM Punk match because if Punk complained about Hangman I know, I know, being know. <laughs> snug... If he
2: complained about Roosh being stiff, Roosh is be like, okay, I will simply hit you for real. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh looking forward to that day. Yeah, we got Punk and FTR again with Bullet Club Gold. Was it
2: fucking CMFTR Ricky or some shit? They're C- making it far too complicated.
0: CM Ficky.
2: See, C- I have it down. That doesn't feel right. No. cm CMFT Ricky. <laughs> M- F T Ricky.
0: <laughs> F- T- R-
2: no. and then we had the weird fucking combination of the guns and Bullet Club Gold. I see I- C- right. I, the, oh, the thing about this, yo, the entrance was fucking tough. The entrance was tough. But like, just I, I don't know why, but the concept of seeing the guns and Juice Robinson next to Jay White just doesn't feel right to me.
1: Well, don't you <laughs> worry. At the end of that match, it looks as if the guns will be joining Bullet Club Gold, which is going to be something.
2: I can't wait for entrance... Bullet Club Civil War Part 19. <laughs>
1: that gun entrance with the Bullet Club intros is going to be absolutely insane, I,
0: I look no forward, matter what
1: song they used to follow it.
0: I look forward to the day, then, when the guns face Alex Coughlin and Gabriel Kidd in what is sure to be yeah. a match.
2: <laughs> it will certainly be one of the matches of all time.
0: <laughs> you damn I, right. It could be worse. It could be the House of Torture versus Bullet Club Gold. <laughs>
2: Okay. gonna get a we're actually gonna get a visit from uh, bullet club Australia New Zealand <laughs> suddenly I ace I uh... don't 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 you worry about it <laughs> God damn it um, uh, But yeah mind. um I don't really I haven't really been keeping up much with WWE I know Roman reigns has now gone into like fourth all-time longest reign.
0: yes Bowman Baines himself has <laughs> he has and uh, as the Undertaker would say, that's awesome. <laughs> um, um, we do know that there is uh, that the the big marquee match that they're putting on for Money in the Bank is this uh, is the uh, is the Bloodline Civil War uh, yep. between Roman and, S- and Solo versus the Usos. They I mean they made their own they made their own match specific graphic for this match in particular for Money in the Bank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's how you know that I don't give a shit about any other match on the card. Hi. That confuses me though. It... Just because
1: I don't know why, because I feel like I'm in the minority where I'm like, I don't know why Roman still has the title. Because I'm I'm of the mindset where I actually think the storyline would kind of be worth a lot more if there were no titles attached to it. Say they yeah. all lost the entire bloodline, if they lost their tiles all that Mania, I think that could just, like, emphasise the sort of desperation in, like, Roman. And what? I feel like that could definitely...
2: I, I, the th- thing, like, the more... thing I was saying is that at this point now, the title's not pushing any of the action forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make much difference, and I know, like, my my friends that keep far more in touch with WWE have been saying to me, like, "Oh, like, we we need it. I'm fairly sure I've got friends who are just, like, they're literally just fans of Roman Reigns, just wanting to hold those titles as long as possible at this point. Like, guess, fuck, yeah. like, fuck the storyline. Yeah, I feel like, and that's what, that's what, that's what, that's whatever. It's not, it's not how I'd want to do things, but like,
0: I think people would have been more interested in this Civil War tag match if the case was that the entire empire just fell apart at WrestleMania. I think a lot of people would have been more invested in said storyline,
2: mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I guess they're just doing this to uh, finish the story. You know, the hard time. I mean, as we said, that like the week of, after Mania, that they, they, they really are going to go for the hard time story with Cody, it seems. And uh, that's mm. going to probably go straight into into next year's Mania, which I don't know if people are going to have burnout from that and just be cr- kind of just Maybe. like exhausted from that whole thing, which is worrying because, to, again, because I think... Correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of people were almost convinced and were ready to see Cody do that, and and to co- and to, to be the one to do that at Mania. But now you've now got to try and elongate that for another year, and that's yeah. the that's the tricky part. All right, granted, of course, put him in a rivalry with Brock. Now they've got him in a rivalry with Dominic. Are people going to care about Cody as much as they uh,
3: next year as they did this year? That's the big no. thing. It's still such a confusing it's going to take an
2: it's going to take an effort to do
3: it yeah. it's still <laughs> yeah. such a confusing decision to me it really is It really and really i is. like i really like especially as time has gone on i'm really i'm like who has benefited from it honest honestly truly because i really right. I like, I like as good or bad as like as like, you know, the Brock Brock Cody feud. Like that's neither here or there. Can you any can can you can anyone really say that either participant has really benefited? Like, if it was like afterwards, like if Cody had won and then Brock Lesnar did it, I mean, I'd be annoyed because it would look like Brock is just coming immediately for the belt. But You know what I mean? At least it would make a little more sense. It would be
1: Brock going after a brand new champion. Yeah. So, it makes more sense. Like when Charlotte goes after a new champion.
2: Exactly.
1: (laughs) The way I I kind of view the whole Roman thing is, is Roman's reign from past Mania till the present, is everything that's happened in that time span essentially greater than the moment of Cody winning and his potential reign he would have had? Like, Hmm. past Mania. Yeah. I'm of the mindset it isn't because, I mean, he came back after tearing his fucking... I'm sorry, can I swear? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, I, I to to... Oh, yeah, I did it. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got like, myself there. But yeah, he tore his pectoral muscle off the bone. He returned at the Rumble, which I wasn't a fan of it being announced, but he still returned. He won the match. I feel like just that kind of story alone of coming back from a serious injury, being at the Rumble winning, I mean, I feel like it, it's a very simple setup, but it's pro wrestling. It doesn't have to be complicated. That simplicity there's, is sometimes all really you need. There's,
2: there's a time and a place. Well, there's a time, there's a place, and there's a method to subverting expectations. This was this was none of them. <laughs> 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 they it's, just did it for the sake of doing it. It's crazy Ooh. how
0: it's crazy how it seems how lackadaisical boredot we are of it. But we're still talking about meme
3: true. I mean, it's got you know, us the talking. Thing is, the
2: thing about it, the thing about it is right. Is I think we're like this, right? How many fucking writers did WWE employ?
0: Oh, a metric ton at this point. I think right? it's closer to 20. And
2: yet none of them can fucking understand why changing away from the expected result is good. They they, they know it works, but they don't know why it works. Which just why it fucking failed.
0: <laughs> it's what it is, I, I, I imagine. We'll see. I mean, if anything, it looks like we might... I dare say we might actually get LA Knight becoming a world champion at this point. See, now that could that could, that has
2: potential to be based.
0: I, you know, I'm in certain agreement as a man who did it, watch Impact it, Wrestling around the time Eli Drake was there. Be,
2: it has potential to be based. But I feel like more than anything with LA Knight at this point, people are just drawing themselves into a nostalgia trap.
0: I've, and that brings in the like the, the argument everyone like, has
2: like, with him. Like LA Night Knight is brilliant because like yes, he is doing like an old bit, but like he just does it all the time and he's infectious with it. But I, I feel like more than anything, that people are convinced that he's going to like bring the attitude era back, and I'm like, that that's not happening. <laughs>
3: uh, 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 that's listen. I love the Attitude Era. It's the it's the era that got me into wrestling. I don't want it back. <laughs> the amount but, of times but it's like this. But it's like
2: it's like it's like people are like oh. but like he does like the he does promos like Stone Cold or or Rock. I'm like yes, that's just because he's he knows what works to do wrestling promos. He knows what makes it work. He's good at what he does. I mean, he, he he's. he's a- He's a he's a very fun wrestler and has is really good at like catchphrases and just getting your attention. But the problem is though is that people seem to be drawing this line directly between ah oh, he kind of sounds like Stone Cold or The Rock to this man will bring the Attitude Era back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... I'm like this line is not as hyper fine as you think it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. true. But hey, he's been getting over quite some, Uh, quite surprisingly is for me, but at the same time not surprising, considering that man is, is everything they've been wanting since those two. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, he's like what Roman was supposed to be, I feel, with all the catchphrases,
1: the the extreme level of confidence on the mic. You compare them also, WWE right now, so many great in-ring performers right mm. but like even some of my favorites like drew gulak and apollo Crews, i love them to death in the ring but on the mic they just they're not quite there they're, i think they're good but they're not all the way there they're not like at that kind of big star caliber that drew, la night i'm not even drew that big gulak
2: is good but not in the way wwe want he's him good, to yeah. be good like, i'm not even
1: super big fan of la night and i think he's but even i can't deny the fact that he's got that star power mm. he's he calls himself a megastar. star and i mean it makes sense keyfabe out of keyfabe it works
3: honestly i think it's just honestly i think this is a uh a a problem with the fact that there hasn't been any really any new any new managers in wwe well, for
0: ages well they did have stokely Hathaway, and look what they did to him absolutely like, nothing <laughs> They like, had like Bobby Heenan on a silver platter rid and they did nothing with him.
3: I listen, I I don't Well, oh, that's another thing. Like I could that's another episode in and of itself a round table of what happened to the managers because like <laughs> this is their job. This is their job to do this. Yep. I don't I don't know. Right, I would we'll talk about
0: all this, but we all know that Logan Paul's winning in the contract, let's be honest.
3: Ah <laughs> uh, ah! Uh, ow! Ow! I literally felt something in my stomach
2: there. <laughs> you should so, be in the news there? <laughs> the news I was going to say, is that the bottle? Is that the bottle
0: of prime End it you drank? on a drank? note. Is that the bottle of prime you drank before the episode?
3: Maybe. Good God! Oh uh, right.
0: God! Who who here has actually drunk prime? Because I haven't. <laughs> not me. I have not either. Thank God no. we're all normal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spend like. 200 quid on a fucking bottle of uh, just random stuff, I don't want that. What, you're kidding me,
0: you of us are gonna go to, to wakey wines okay. and buy a <laughs> bottle of prime for two hundred <laughs> quid. From,
2: from what I have heard, tastes like taste like shit or hype. In the oh.
0: middle ground. It's like ECW two thousand nine. It's either very good or very <laughs> what, bad. I was... Like shit or hype. I was gonna say, I was gonna say kind of reflective of both Logan and JJ's careers. Yo, you shooting? you shooting? I'm shooting. All shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but mostly shit. All hype. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. With that, we're gonna end the I
2: can't it's... wait till we get sued.
0: Oh gosh, I have shot myself in the foot and never gonna get anywhere as a YouTuber ever again. Uh, THQ Nordic, please, they need the sponsor now more than ever, please. If you don't, I will attack Chair, and you, he'll do the most convincing scream you've ever... No! <laughs> yes. No, 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 no! <laughs> dead. let's quickly move over to Recommendation corner. Actually, no, think, Dad, you might actually have something for us this week as well. Mm-hmm. What have you got for us, then? Uh,
2: my recommendation for this week is uh, Rina Sawayama's set from Glastonbury. It's very awesome. Very cool. <clears throat> I heard that... Um, um... I heard that
0: Arctic Monkeys were pants.
3: Well, I heard, that a, lot okay, of, I heard okay. a lot of.
2: I heard that basically, actually... basically, as far as I can tell, it's just people moulding about the fact that they like. Well, a, a Alex Turner has been like ill. <laughs> um, right. And B, they were like, "Oh, why are you playing so many slow songs from from your new from your new material?" Ah, one of those. I've, and I've so, heard...
3: like. Sorry, I've heard really mixed like things about this year's Glastonbury. I haven't heard anything like good apart from it's like been, the food been, fighters. It, it's been it's been a mess this year. Wow.
2: It's no no one's really no one's really been on form. It's
0: crazy to think that the only positive one I've heard so far was Rick Astley.
2: Well that brother just does whatever. Rick he's because... he started doing
3: songs by the Smiths. Oh thank God! I can listen to the Smiths again. Yeah, <laughs> listen, listen. Rick Ash, Rick Ashley is a consummate professional. I'm not. I am not surprised that he he went out there and slayed. I mean,
2: yeah, Rick 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 Ashley, uh, Lizzo, yeah, pretty awesome. Um, and then yeah, I would say Rina Sawayama. Dang! I heard he also took to the drums at one point as well. Probably, I don't look in there. He, but he, he, apparently, he took. He if there's any, like, if there's anything that helped, Royal Blood got fucking clowned. Oh,
0: absolutely, boy. as
2: they should, as they, they should. They were on. They were on before um, the Foo Fighters. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: Does anyone know oh, who no. we are? We're a band called Royal Blood that were relevant in the year 2016, and I play the bass because it sounds
2: like a guitar.
0: Average
2: Brighton resident. Anyway, I did, I did, I did I not. I'm sorry.
3: I did not know that you had this much, this much feeling towards royal blood, Sam. This is, this is new. <laughs> Look, no, it's, bro- <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's after they did their thing at that other festival, mm-hmm. and the, the crowd weren't feeling them, and it was just kind of like, "Do you guys not know who we are? I can't believe you aren't doing anything." I'm like, "Bro, you're the performers. Your job to get the audience to connect with you." Alexis Why? fire. To be fair, guys Central Point have no idea why they were booked on like the radio, like Radio One Festival or whatever, but fucking <laughs> like, it, is what it is. it say, is what it
0: is. haven't been relevant since 2016. Um, anyway, here's Rick Astley on the drums playing Highway to Hell. As <laughs> <Yes>, you do. <laughs> tell me, re- tell me oh, which that one's was really good. <laughs> tell me which one's based. <laughs> it's the Base World Podcast. Now, um, are, no. we- <laughs> are we, are- is that all recommendation wise for you, Dan? Is that a yes? Or is that a no?
1: The silence speaks volumes.
0: Is silence speaks volumes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, tell you what, you know what, Square? We'll just get onto the we'll just get onto the bay part of the episode. Alright. It's escaped before the horrors commenced. <laughs> <laughs> Smart line. Good good, good, good shot. Why am I here? This is true. This is true. This is why yeah, I was gonna say. Oh uh, yeah, it's an obligation, Riordan, isn't it? It's the reason why you're here. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is time to get on to the main portion of the episode. We all thought we were done with ECW all the way back in 2020. Fucking hell, that was a long time ago we did that ECW episode. Oh, wow, really? (laughs) Episode 18 and 19, believe it or not. Oh (laughs) my god! Yeah, I know, it's crazy.
3: I thought it was so, so much later. What the? Okay, fine.
0: (laughs) Okay, all right. We thought we were done with ECW. But just like the Al Pacino quote, Just when I thought I was up, it brought me back in. <laughs> so. It's... It's cha- Chair's defence of ECW in the year 2009. And in an interesting turn of events, I'm going to let Chair take the floor and issue his opening statement for his defence. The floor is yours, Chair. <laughs> Thank you, Samuel Chinwag now. Gents,
1: like the saliva opening song for ECW, don't question my heart and don't question the fire that burns inside when it comes to my passion for the product of ECW in the years 2009. And due to it only having a limited run of episodes in 2010, that being seven episodes of ECW, I'll also uh, kind of bag in 2010 ECW along with 2009 since they're Mm -hmm. kind of same, just on the same wavelength now. EWS line is a very, it's a very weird product, right? Because it's happening at the same time as the Raw guest host era. It's happening at the same time as Jeff Hardy in, on SmackDown with Punk, Batista, Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, you know, the 2008 roster was stacked and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it has a weird spot in WWE's lineage. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's a fantastic wrestling product. And there's a couple reasons for this. Uh, one of the main ones being that, it's guys. It's only an hour long. It's a one-hour-long yeah. show. And if TNA taught us anything in their prime of 2005, WWE in their prime of 2009, regarding only ECW, of course, they were in their bag with a one-hour-long wrestling show in ECW 2009. I mean, and now I today. want you to tell me how any other wrestling show could compete when they're all over one hour long.
3: Hmm. I better in wrestling. <laughs> I mean, is <laughs> it uh, like? I'm, I'm sorry, my dude, but that's like, that's sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes the simplest yeah, part, uh, the part. Part part, of it, part of
2: it is is the market, the name, the time slot, and the channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're <laughs> telling me you never wanted to load up sci-fi? Oh uh, yeah, my fa- my favorite my favorite channel to watch reruns of the X Files on.
3: L- look, if I want to, if I want my mum. To, to call me from downstairs to watch a bad CGI snake eat someone, which actually happened, she actually did that, because my mum is like that, <laughs> then the sci-fi channel is the way to go.
2: Okay, but I want to I wanna introduce a separate piece of lore to this. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> okay, because I used to watch WWE CW quite a lot. In fact almost almost religiously and do you know arms? why that do you know why that is enlightened i do not no so uh around this time uh on uk tv uk tv channels uh they used to show a uh ECW, WWE WWE and then wwe superstars on sky 1 That is true. I
1: remember that, actually. Yes. And I
2: used to watch that very religiously because it became before what cult um, UK TV show on Sky Sports, Mr. Sam? Soccer AM.
3: Yes, it was. Oh, God, yeah, of
2: course. (laughs) Oh, that makes so much sense. And I used to watch it every single morning. So
0: just before you had to witness grown-ass men pretending to be Danny Dyer... And, and rapping for the heck of it and still moaning about football. You watched ECW and Superstars. Correct. I feel that like you got ripped off by actually You were very lucky. S- well, I would say lucky in exactly. watching ECW and Superstars, but then you got let down by watching fucking Soccer AM.
2: <laughs> I was a dumb child and I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> Who we- didn't enjoy ECW 2009?
3: Exactly. Reardon, apparently. Ah he's not on my side. <laughs> I'm I'm I am not even close to being convinced by this so far. <laughs> I've got more,
0: don't you worry? <laughs> so alrighty, 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 okay. Opening statement done. Okay. I need you to convince me a little bit more, Chair. Personalities. Okay, can... Who was there roster-wise that I could at least Convinced. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> as watching ECW,
1: it is very transparent. And now I'm going to be quite honest. ECW is not super perfect, it has many flaws. I'm, I'm not trying to convince you that it's a super flawless, perfect wrestling product. It's got its issues, but I think it does well in spite of all of that. So, one of the issues is uh, the roster. I will admit, it's not super in depth, it's not lengthy, it's not grand. And it does lack a lot of women wrestlers. I mean, in ECW, you will not find much women's wrestling at all. That is just an unfortunate fact. It was 2009. WWE just did not care about their women's division at the time. Spy on the server, ECW has a very weird collage of a roster. Now, I'll quickly run through the notable stars I picked up on in my rewatch. And this will go from kind of jobbers to kind of mid-card talent to the people that will constantly appear in the main event. So you have Christian, who's of course Based. the main character. He is essentially the main character of the show. In his 200 plus days, second reign as ECW champion, 204 days to be specific. Uh, he, uh, he takes on all comers from Goldust, Tommy Dreamer, the team of William Regal, Vladimir Kozlov, and Ezekiel Jackson, known collectively as the Ruthless Roundtable, which you will occasionally see in the SBR games, Road to WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. You have Zack Ryder, who's later on accompanied by Rosa Mendez, The Hurricane, who is often intertwined with his arch nemesis, the man known as The Ripper, mainly due to his English heritage, Paul Burchill, oh. Correction, incest Paul Burchill with Katie Lee. <laughs> They're very prominent on ECW.
0: Did they yeah, have to be, Did they have to be <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, wait the a commentary minute. Makes it, what what do you mean incest? There's no, a no, storyline no. where Paul Birchall gets the hots for his sister.
0: Yeah. He, right. Then, right, right. Then, uh... context for this reading, of course. As everyone knows, who unfortunately has to watch wrestling, Vince McMahon has had a massive chubby for an implied incest storyline. To to give you in to give you context for this, Vince once pitched to have a then pregnant Stephanie McMahon to be to have her kid revealed to uh, to uh, uh to have been fathered by Vince himself. When Stephanie rejected that, he suggested a change and that Shane be the father of the child. When that didn't work <laughs> <laughs> and he said no. Just keeps going. <laughs> he then he then convinced Paul Birchill to come out off of his pirate gimmick, to then pay paired with then had just signed to the company, uh, formerly Nikita, and then of course be called Katie Lee birchill to then imply incest there. And she would say mm. stuff oh, like, oh "Nothing my, gives so me mad, so
2: mad." The pirate gimmick went. I, I don't care but at what cost at what what... the sci-fi network wanted
0: <laughs> basically <laughs> I still cu- I still remember that first promo to this day of nothing satisfies me more than watching my big brother Paul and I immediately knew at that point I was like no, 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 no I need no, to leave right no. now <laughs> <laughs> but thing is Paul Burchill was one of the main people in ECW in this year he was.
1: I will go over some, I will, after the superstars, I will actually list some of the notable feuds throughout the entire year, if you don't mind. Absolutely. But we still have more superstars to go, gents. Although we have unfortunately finished the women's division with uh, Rosa Mendes and Katie Lee Burchill. They're the only real occurring uh, female superstars in ECW, what, what, which is...
2: were the Bellas in there at one point? You know
1: they were, they remained in the intro for quite some time, but they're firmly on kind of superstars Raw SmackDown at this time. They only really make a one-off appearance, I believe, where they kind of do the announcements for a Yoshi Tatsu versus Zack Ryder match. In an ECW, I do have notes for, so uh, <laughs> we may make it to that, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Rounding out the ECW roster, I've got three names that are... You may recognize, gents. Vance Archer, Trent Baretta, and Alex Reynolds. Three stars who are currently in All I... Elite Wrestling. I
0: still i feel it's i feel like i'm always in a bit of a fever dream when i see short hair clean cut vance archer (laughs) like it doesn't register that that's the same guy currently in aew tearing it up with jake roberts as his manager But
1: how could you forget Van Sarcher, Samuel? He debuted in the Sheffield edition of ECW. Live from England. He made his debut on the eleventh on the tenth of November, sorry, episode of ECW in two thousand nine. He actually fought Jason Blackwell, who was a like a Sheffield indie wrestler who got a very large pop out. Van Sarcher got nothing from the crowd and he scotched him in due course, but
2: how dare ECW's is
0: very fun. How dare? How dare that English crowd not pop for Valance Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Frank,
2: Frank, frankly, it's what is what the English fans deserve.
0: It's, yes, you know what, it's true, it's true. I've just, gonna... just that... seen you guys picture of Vance Archer in ECW and then Lance Archer in, uh, in AEW. It's That's
1: terrifying. not the
3: same person. It's not Yeah, the... it's
0: Clay. It's He's had
1: a downgrade. I think ECW was just, everyone was in their prime.
3: He looks like he's, he looks like he is slowly morphing into Bray Wyatt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Um... Why, why, why has he got the Killian Murphy cut in the top picture? <laughs> you just, you know Listen, what
0: I mean. You
1: <laughs> That's just what the sci-fi network wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, here's the thing. Wasn't Trent Beretta at this time in a tag team with Kalen Court? If memory serves, I was me about correct? to say yeah. there was
1: two main tag teams prominent on ECW. I was going to mention that Trent Beretta teams with Kalen Croft, and later on, Goldust does align himself with Yoshi Tatsu after performing comedic skits backstage and all the sorts, and that's essentially your two main tag teams on ECW. Because again. Yeah. The only, reason I remember,
0: the only reason that I remember the team of Trent and Caden is because they are in that one specific special episode of MTV Silent Library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where Chris Masters gets his balls slammed by cans of soup. <laughs> Ouch.
2: No, that's that. And somehow was able to remain silent. <laughs> See how 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 do we how do we move past that point in reality TV?
0: Are you we
1: didn't. S- uh, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you do know this, right?
2: No,
0: I want I want Silent Library back. <laughs> no, no, Silent Library's back. It's just the side men are
2: doing it. Yeah, but I don't want them doing it. <laughs> exactly. Thank
1: I you. want ECW superstars. I, was gonna say,
2: I want I want mid I want mid tier WWE talent doing it.
1: You <laughs> dare? Right. Honestly, get Chad Gable a notice on it. I mean. You see,
0: perfect, yeah. it'd be that'd be absolutely perfect. Anyway, the one that surprised me that I completely forgot about though was Dark Order's Alex Reynolds.
2: Yeah, he's I swear he was literally there for like, what's the equivalent of a cup of coffee?
1: No, he's there. I mean, you could. It's kind of like that. He's a semi-occurring sort of enhancement talent. He's, but he does get his occasional time in the spotlight. You know what? Surprises he's like...
0: also surprises the heck out of me. That I man has man. not aged since 2009. Yeah, he looks the exact same, it's jarring.
1: He is, like if anyone wants to, because obviously this is an audio podcast, if you just look up Alex Reynolds and ECW, he is the exact same person, just with a little shorter hair. <laughs> it is terrifying. W- gents, we still have more ECW Ross members to go. Oh. Now, we have former ECW champions, Matt Hardy, who actually kicked off 2009 as the ECW champion happened to feed Mark Henry for it in 2008, which yeah, was also same, right. Mark Henry, the first man to get the silver ECW title, which I'm actually quite a fan of.
0: Now, here's yeah. the question: then did, you have... did Matt Hardy dry hump the sea in order to win the ECW championship?
1: <laughs> I think it's best
0: if we leave that question unanswered. <laughs> no, but Tony Atlas sure would have. No, no, no. Whilst being stepped on.
2: But I. <laughs> Well Tony Atlas What Tony Atlas does is what Tony Atlas does, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's on every ECW, by the way. Uh Tony Atlas is also very frequent on ECW, along with Abraham Washington with the Abraham Washington show. Which is I don't remember
2: at all. I was gonna say like... I have no recollection of who that brother is, and I used to watch that show all the time. That happens
1: every week, pretty much. There's a rare occurrence where they'll miss an Abraham
2: Washington. What's the on the show? postcard? Who is Abraham Washington? <laughs> all
0: I know is Abraham Washington was the guy that got fired live on air for making a quote about Linda McMahon's run as, in Senate. Okay, so he's yeah. based. is the answer. Yes. All
2: right. That's all I remember so about
0: Abraham yeah. Washington. <laughs> he
1: would always kick off ECW pretty much and would just often promote, like, SmackDown and Raw storylines, weirdly enough. Like, you'd get Dolph Ziggler and John Morrison coming on ECW's Abraham Washington show to promote their, like, IC title match, with Tony Atlas always, like, to the far right, laughing, because that was his gimmick. He just (laughs) laughed in the background of Abraham Washington show stuff. ECW's fun and weird. Jack Swagger, also on the ECW roster, notably. He's the champion by the time Christian comes about who actually comes around the same time Jack Swagger's in a feud with Finlay and Hornswoggle.
0: See Along I'll with s- that rounding out... Oh, I would say the silver lining... Dare I say the silver lining to this would have been, at this time, would have been uh, Jack Swagger, because he did have a lot of up at the start of his career, and certainly took to uh, wrestling very quickly. Very similar to how Kurt Angle took to wrestling very quickly. The only problem I ever fought with Jack Swagger was that they just, um, they did everything in their power to not make him like Kurt Angle, but make him more, even goofier than Kurt Angle, but make him almost like nerd-like, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I mean, Jack Swagger on this time, he wasn't super
1: great. He wasn't polished around the edges. He was very rough around the edges, of course. But he was still, I think, he had loads of potential. I believe it's the February 24th episode of ECW where he actually beats Christian in a singles match for the ECW title. That match is shockingly very fun. Mm -hmm. Yes. For like W2009 standards and for ECW2009 standards. I'll give you that match. That match was good. (laughs) very far much at around our roster we have the gold standard Shelton Benjamin who's also for a lot of the year, in a feud with the Celtic Warrior Sheamus, who mind you same year will beat John Cena for the WWE championship ECW just has all the
2: stars dude just shout out Shelton Benjamin man what a wrestler what a what a why f- why that, is... why that guy never dude, got a the gold run? standard goes so hard
0: actually i can understand I can actually. I think I know the reason as to why Shelton Benjamin never had a run with a with a main event title, um, and my mind now drifts back to uh, that one promo, comedy promo he did with Vince McMahon, where he said, uh, "Black people, black people are invading the mainstream uh, media." I,
2: mean, I, I, I was gonna drop the I was gonna drop the the answer is krazismo, but I mean that's another way of doing it as well.
3: Yep.
2: Shout out to the gold standard, though. This us get love for the gold standard. Also, shout Sean- this the time... Entrance theme.
3: The
1: entrance team not so hard. That's also another upside of ECW 2009, gents, as this is very much PG era, which one of the very few upsides this entire era has. Anybody who's a nobody will still have a great theme song. The theme songs in this show are great. I mean, just think about it. Think about 2009-2010 WWE. Some of your favorite theme songs will be on the show. I mean Yoshitatsu, for goodness sakes, he's on the show. <laughs> oh boy.
2: See, we'll get to Yoshitatsu in a bit, don't you worry. This is this is this is the this is the the great divider of Yoshitatsu theme. I've either met people that love it or hate it. <laughs> How can you hate it? Just
1: wave your arms in the air while you do it. It's a fun time. <laughs> wave your arms in the air, like you just don't <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I'll admit no. is I'll, I'll admit Jack Swagger's "Rage Against the Machine," but actually not "Rage Against the Machine" song was actually all right. But thing is, it just Jack never suited. It just never suited Jack Swagger. Yeah, oh,
3: boy, Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack Swagger does not rage against the machine. He is the machine. Thank you. He he really is. <laughs> like like his entire All American gimmick was that he was the machine.
2: <laughs> like. We we've covered this a number of times, but hey, remember that time when Jack Colter's gimmick was just that he was a
3: libertarian? <laughs> oh, <I'll never> <laughs> oh, I will never forget. Oh, I will never forget. Let's never forget Zeb Coulter. It it made me so Actually, let's forget Zeb Coulter. How about we do forget him? <laughs> That entire angle is so uncomfortable. It's just just a fucking thing, man. (laughs) And and I will say, as time has gone on, it's looked worse and worse. Like, that has aged like absolute milk. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Milk in the current sun, what it's like. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Seamus, though. Shout-outs to Seamus. Look, I know a lot of people don't like never really been the biggest fan of Sheamus. But I've always gone to the defense of Sheamus. Mostly because I watched him coming up through um, the indies, through Irish whip wrestling. I actually went and saw him live where I used to live when they put on shows in the local leisure center. I got to see Sheamus versus Stu Bennett, now known as Wade Barrett. You knew the guy had a lot of upswing because he was big... He was quite agile in the ring, knew his basics well, and was quite intimidating. So, naturally, he was always going to get to WWE. I just think everyone was surprised at just how fast he managed to get to the top. (laughs)
1: Right, because even in his time in ECW, he's in... I mean, he's in quite a noteworthy feud with Shelton Benjamin, who's obviously been in the WWE for quite some time at that point. Mm. And Sheamus, he's still very green, but he's actually a very good wrestler considering he's still relatively new to the business at this time. He's great; he's got a great look, but he never achieves too much success in ECW. Like he never—I don't believe he actually ever challenges for the ECW title, for example.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, he well, somehow it's ends just up. because they just decided to just stick the rocket on him.
1: But do you remember, he wasn't supposed to beat Cena, I believe, for the WWE title. That was a botch that they did just keep going. But Yeah. he got Even then, he got a title match against John Cena when he never even got on an ECW, which is very odd to me.
0: Uh, everyone remember the contract signing for that John Cena-Sheamus match and who officiated it? I do not know. Oh, who was it Former Governor of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know, I've wined and dined with Dictator. He's got 150 kills confirmed, goddammit! Dick Marcinko and Dictator were gathered around a table with Vince McMahon. How many confirmed kills do you have, William Regal? That's what I thought. <laughs>
1: I just, I, know now, I, just, I just see
0: William Regal slyly sl- put on a pair of brass knuckles. <laughs> just slowly slides them onto his finger. It'll be fucking you in a minute, Sean Shine. <laughs> oh,
1: pissness tea or something. Anyways, so I know you're thinking, I've just displayed a very odd roster. It's got some weak clicks, it's also got some heavy hairs, with Goldust, Yoshi, Tatsu, Show and Benjamin, and Christian, of course. Why is this a good thing? I think it's because of one thing synergy. With a roster this thin, you can only have so many pairings, especially with positions on the card. Not everyone's going to be a main eventer. Not everyone's going to be like middle card, you know? Everyone's going to be around the place. So these people often be facing each other multiple times. And you may think this is boring, and it can get boring at times, but the chemistry wrestlers develop in this time is actually kind of immaculate. For example, there is a match between Shell and uh, not Shell and Benjamin, Yoshitatsu and Zack Ryder that's phenomenal. And like yeah. each time they wrestle, it just gets better. They, they're a great pairing, I think, to study in terms of they're not great when they first start having matches with each other, but along the line, they just get so much better and better, not only as wrestlers, but chemistry with each other.
0: Now, is this, she, is yeah. this during the time Zack Ryder as well is just embraced the Long Island bro gimmick? And he's wearing yep, that. With weird... one legged pants. Yes, the one leg tights. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm very glad you brought up his gimmick those. ECW two thousand nine around this time, since it's it's a very short show, one hour, and it's pre-taped, they do often fill it with video packages to fill the time, whether it's promoting the next John Cena Randy on pay-per-view match or raw SmackDown, they will also just have video packages promoting the superstars on ECW. A uh, very noble one being a Christian video package, which has the Christian at the beginning of it.
2: Yeah,
1: at last. So that's, now, Zack also has a video package. And what I find very funny about it is they play this, mind you, for so many months, about over six months at least. They play the same video package maybe once every week. And Zack name at the end, it has a little graphic with his name. It's spelled wrong. It's spelled Z A C H Ryder. It's there um, forever. My favorite <laughs> Zach
2: Ryder. They never fix it. Like, it's, it's a multiverse area.
0: You know what? No, I no. You know what? I just thought of a joke, and I'm gonna bite my tongue.
3: No, I'm not gonna bite my tongue. It's officially across the Ryderverse. Boom. Done.
0: No, I, I was going it. to say because of the misspelling and the one-legged tights, does this mean that they thought that they re-signed Zach Gowan instead of Zack Ryder? <laughs> I mean, knows? he just Ooh. grew his leg back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty,
1: <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure Zach Gowen had two-legged it's tights It's a wrestling though, miracle.
0: <laughs> yes, he did. He did, actually.
1: Yeah, so that wouldn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, Vince would not know any better anyways, but... Yeah. Who anyway, are you? <laughs> so, As I've said in this time, you're going to get very limited match ups, which I think actually builds to ECW's character. It's going to get loads of chemistry, loads of solid uh, TV but, matchups.
2: I think the best part about it is that you've got people there that are just solid wrestlers for the most part, right?
1: Because like, and for, for, just like gonna... for like
2: for like for like every Sheamus, for every Ezekiel Jackson, for every um...
1: Vladimir Kozlov.
2: Yeah, you get you DJ have like...
1: Gabriel.
2: Excuse, excuse me. Oh, no. No, as I say, you have you have, a, you have a Christian, you have a Shelton Benjamin, you have a Yoshitatsu. <laughs> right. Who can at least carry anyone to a serviceable match. I mean, Shelton Benjamin can make anyone look good, really.
1: Shelton mm. Benjamin has some fun matches with the enhancement talent because he actually, I guess in this time, he's just very selfless. He'll give enhancement talent quite a bit in his matches with them when he occasionally gets like that kind of squash match. Like, he'll let them get some offense in and he'll... He'll give them some beautiful-looking pay dots and they will sell it well. It's actually very fun. This squash is, matches. This is weirdly enough.
0: This is true. Despite all of it, yeah. they did have some very good roster members. I have to ask a question, Chair. I don't know if it was this year. or it would have been next of the next year. But was I, mean, the... I do count twenty ten? I think was it ECW? Was it SmackDown where they had that weird Hade Vanson vignette? That, and it never came to anything because Vince saw him. He was too short and immediately fired him. I don't, I, that may be a SmackDown thing because I did not ever recall seeing that. Because I do know Dude, that Vanson hey, Mike... was supposed been... to debut for ECW and then eventually have a feud with The Undertaker for, that year's Wrestle- or for the next year's WrestleMania. But they did one vignette. Vince saw how tall he was. And immediately fired him. Paul <laughs> like my friends, friend.
1: is being welcomed to the land of the extreme. <laughs> now, in this time, we get some feuds that I think are actually quite fun. Christian is quite notoriously just in like an infinite feud with the ruthless roundtable, that being Kozlov, Big Zeke, and William Regal. I mean, he's he's against these three for pretty much ever. Now his... you get Hurricane versus oh, yeah. Paul Burchill, which is. A very weird a view,
2: thing. A thing.
1: It is it's one a, of the rivalries of all time. It's it's Shane Helms dressed as a superhero. They acknowledge that he, it's Shane Helms. They acknowledge when he gets like DUIs and things. Against he's supposed to be the face, mind you. Against incest Paul Birchall, who gets booed in England. Uh, they I think they have like a their off match is like a mask versus career. It's very weird. It's also like three months long or something. It had no right being there
0: <laughs> Odd times now here's a question about i forgot about the ruthless round table because kozlov was part of the round table does that mean on the table itself there were pringles in a bowl
2: pringles in a bowl well uh, yeah, he pringles he had to make sure that
1: yeah. uh, he made sure that uh Zeke would bring your, steam your bowl. <laughs> so something along those lines i believe Kozlov at this time, you think, would be maybe the star of the group, actually, due to the fact that he's beaten Undertaker clean. No, no, but it's Ezekiel Jackson, isn't it? Exactly. It's Ezekiel Jackson, also in red trunks. They they love their red. It's ECW, after all. Red is extreme. Which is, I mean, actually, it's funny you say that. ECW has a very inconsistent look. I mean, we all know that it looks red with like the kind of futuristic overlays. But there's one weird thing, very inconsistent about Tails on ECW. I know this may seem like I'm not defending it, but I just think it's a nice bit of charm. So the ring apron, right? It's the ECW just apron. It's just one big logo. Now, you know when you play 2K, you download an arena, and it's going to be like a texture that you just put across the whole apron? Yeah. At some point, I think they lost the original ECW apron. So they had to get a replacement. Now the replacement is like if they had that 2K logo, but they didn't fill it in all the way. Like they didn't stretch it enough. So it cuts off at like the, like, the middle third of the apron. So there's just like loads of emptiness around it. And it's just very odd looking. And like sometimes they'll go back to the right apron for one show, then they get the wrong apron again. It's nice. It's so odd. ECW 2009 has so many weird like kind of things like this, where it's just inconsistencies. I mean, they've got like no tag teams. They've got a weird talk show no one remembers. They've got a surprisingly strong but thin
3: roster.
2: I mean, at this point, WWE really didn't care about tag
3: teams. It was just like whoever was flavor of the month. This was really the wasteland for tag teams around this time.
1: Right. And I know it feels like I've actually been dogpiling ECW, but I say all this because these are these are definitely some flaws, but there's also some strengths here. But I think this all builds up into a neat little package. So I'm going to start now. It's if not you a guys... feature. Yeah, I'm going to describe some of the shows I've watched of ECW 2009, and essentially describe how all this will roll up into a typical episode of the show. How these pieces come together to form an hour-long wrestling program, which I believe is. Definitely flawed, but I I still think it's still almost flawless. Hmm. It does exactly what it wants to do, with resounding success. Now, gents, I believe let's start with a fun episode, the February tenth, two thousand nine episode of ECW, or as some may know, the episode where it's it's Christian. He returns to East to WWE, specifically ECW, after his return got leaked online, so he was no longer going to be in. I believe it was a world title feud on SmackDown. He was planned mm-hmm. for. It got leaked online. He got sent to ECW. Maybe, maybe a blessing in disguise, though. Who knows? Yeah. So the show just opens with a recap video from the previous week of Finlay versus Jack Swagger. That's the current big feud in ECW. Everyone's favorite wrestlers, Jack Swagger and Finlay. They're having a match at No Way Out for the silver ECW title. I think we're all excited for that. That's going to be a great match. But Christian returns. Jack like, kind of promo. He's calling out Hornswoggle, who's you know, a little midget man. And he's like, Come on, come on, you hey, little troll. Christian's music hits. It's the infamous, it's it's Christian. All the say, Minitron?
2: I've stops never heard of yes, The Minitron <laughs> yeah.
1: The Minitron, it you can see it flashes green for a second, and then they just cut it. It turns black. Yeah. And the miniature just doesn't work, I think, for the rest of the show. I've never
2: heard someone so nonplussed about a return that they're supposed to get people excited now, for.
1: There's one thing I will say about this. Whilst that It's Christian thing is god-awful, Matt Striker kind of saves the moment. He does get into the... This moment has just become instantly classic. Christian is back here in WWE after how many years gone. He does build it up with the... obviously. DNA reference in Instant Classic. He somewhat saves an otherwise lackluster moment, but yeah. Thank God. Very fun promo. Christian, it's babyface Christian, so he's not insulting Jack Swagger's deceased shitty little father. He's just insulting his stutter. And essentially saying he's going to face the winner of Finlay versus Swagger, you know, which he then gets uh, challenged to a match at the end of the show. So it's Christian versus Jack Swagger for the main event of ECW 2009. The man's returned and he's already working because, you know, Christian, as you will find out in ECW 2009, is a bloody good worker. Mm. People point to, to his TNA run. the man in uh,
2: 2021-22. He's out- outworking everyone. everyone.
1: Yeah. People point to his TNA run as being fantastic because it, it obviously is. I'm not trying to say this is better, obviously. But... This run is still severely underappreciated, which I feel like is a common theme in Christian's career. This man carries a brand for, like, an entire year, <laughs> and he does not get the respect I think he deserves, but, yeah. Anyways, interestingly enough, we get backstage with uh, with Teddy Long right after, and he just announced that he's signed Christian to ECW and that he's going to be a permanent part of the brand. Very exciting news, because a uh, Notice how I skipped the like, start of ECW 2009? The beginning of the year was not very good. All that happened was Jack Swagger beat Matt Hardy for the title. Yep. Not not very uh, forming. I do think ECW as a brand needed Christian. That's why I think it's so good. Because Christian gives it that life that makes everyone else also want to try. It's, I don't know, he's a sort of saving grace, if anything, for the brand. Hmm. Yeah. And I do think the brat ECW had a lot more going for it if they didn't get cancelled. I will get into that with, uh, I think, my obvious feelings about Yoshitatsu. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Tommy Dreamer, also right after that Teddy Long segment, gets Jobber entranced. They cut back, he's just in the ring with his music playing, he gets the name play. <laughs> I just think it's really funny that Tommy Dreamer on ECW got the Jobber entrance. Because guess who comes out next? Paul Bircher, wasn't in, fedora well, in fedora and jeans. Slammy winner, Miz with oh, Morrison. No! Oh,
3: <laughs>
1: they are oh, not in ECW is... at the time, but they are here to beat the piss out of Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> and I love them. Rude. That's just rude. And may I just say... Miz practically squashes Tommy Dreamer and he beats him with, like, EC3's old finisher. <laughs> it, is, it is so funny how quickly Tommy Dreamer loses to Fedora Miz on ECW. The chick magnet. This
0: peak chick, <laughs> chick- magnet M- Miz, we're talking here. Yes. This oh, is no, Miz
1: and Morrison. Won. This is Dirt Sheet, 20, SBR 2010 Miz and Morrison.
3: Oh, no.
1: And also, right after this, we get a lovely advert for Afro Samurai, which I mentioned because integrate into the Afro Samurai advert is a recap from last week of Boogeyman killing Jamie Noble. He killed him. He killed the poor little job of Jamie Noble. He put worms in him. He, he did terrible things to Jamie Noble. It was terrifying. You then cut to a backstage segment.
3: Boogeyman did nothing yeah. wrong. <laughs>
1: Well, Birdie. we'll see, because Jamie Noble heads backstage next. He complains to Tiffany and Teddy Long. He's in their office saying, listen, eh, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. Uh, get Boogeyman off the show. May I just add, by the way, because uh, I guess WWE wanted to point out that Teddy Long is black. So the decorator's office with a, just a random picture of Martin Luther King Jr. is just framed in the background for some reason. There's no real reason. It's just there, next to a poster for the WWE Voices 9 album, which is just oh, wonderful <laughs> set dressing. Very good album, by the way. And anyways, whilst we're in the office with Jamie Noble, Tiffany, who's not GM yet, Uh Taylong's still GM at this time, because he was GMing, I believe, SmackDown ACW. Mm. Guess who comes in the GM office?
0: Tyson Kidd, announcing he's going to make his WWE debut, Tonight. Oh, is this yep. Tyson, Tyson kid with bald head and the weird quiff at the end of the The uh, weird little hair? Yeah <laughs> and <laughs> the top and of the hair at the
1: front, yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> looking so, uh, like a looking like a knockoff Ronaldo <laughs> from two thousand
1: and two. Yeah, uh so your yeah, Tyson Kid makes his WWE debut later tonight, which is a very weird thing. He's just randomly on this ECW episode to like no fanfare. He's a heart! <laughs> you think they would have film up a bit more, but I guess not. Anyways, backstage segment, just firmly welcoming Christian ECW, typical thing. Uh, it's the first peek at Christian's new ring gear, because by this time he's abandoned his TNA gear's uh, previous WWE run gear of the seas, where he's got the new kind of fancy lettering, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think it was I do a copyright. Like this, yeah. I think it was actually a copyright issue because he licensed that original logo. That original logo, when he moved to TNA, he that la- got licensed to TNA, and so when he moved back, he couldn't use it because it was actually a property of TNA. See, that's always weird
1: to me because I've heard people say that, but I've also seen images of Christian at a house show, silver-easy tile on his shoulder, with that old gear on.
0: Yeah, it's so he did. So strange. I've heard the copyright story. I've also heard that Christian wanted to change it and stuff. I I mean it's it's good looking gear, I can't complain. The colours He
1: do... mm. always changes the colours. It's, it's fun. Mm. It's like you just go in superstar threads and that's he just comes out and you show us some different superstar thread colour changes. It's very fun. Yes. So, yeah. It gives uh, Evan a, Bourne,
2: fighting game vibes. Yes.
1: Evan Bourne has a little promo, like video package, hyping up his return. is some which are born is... to
0: fly. Some are born to sing.
1: I that song that. was playing. Uh, can we just point out Evan Bourne is so fantastic?
2: He is. Dude, he goes so crazy. Here's the, here's the question. In
1: this, do we, in this area prefer, do we
0: prefer Jet Fighter, uh, Matt Seidel, or do we prefer Stoner with the Third Eye, Matt Seidel? <laughs> third Eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That is there a, lot a fun. way that we can combine the two? <laughs> jet stone Flies a jet, jet st- with three eyes. <laughs> the stone jet flyer. <laughs> oh, man, but that, that's the third top gun for you. <laughs> no, but like like airborne Evan Bourne, dude, that goes so crazy.
0: Evan Bourne is tremendous at
1: the time, and he does, I believe, have a match with Mike Knox on a later ECW, which we'll get to, which is actually a very, like, it's a very, bl- it's a TV match, but it's a very fun TV
2: match. Mm.
1: Especially, uh, cause it's 2009 WWE, keep that in mind.
2: This I think like that's a very say, like, good thing just, to keep
1: in mind, by the way.
2: Just as, a, as like, a whole, some of the guys, are they, like, it, it, it's weird how, like, ECW became this weird home base for a lot of the guys they'd taken up from, like, you know, broadly the American indies. Hmm. Yeah, they just let it's them have, They let them just have solid work, but they should have gotten so much better once they got to main roster.
1: Hmm. Right, I feel like ECW just, due to having that, obviously, it's not a superstar-studded roster, but it's full of loads of good workers. I feel like that's what yeah. set it apart because since you don't have to like cram, you know, Batista, John Cena, uh, Undertaker, Rey Mysterio onto one show, you can just let these lesser-known guys just hone good matches. Yeah, hone their craft. Anyways. Tyson Kidd makes his in-ring debut against. He does. Ah, uh, now I don't. I, Bayo Nugent. in his only ever wrestling match, I believe, before he becomes a referee. I was going to say. And he's then his
0: current NXT referee Ryan Tran.
1: Is he? Yep. I believe he actually got like released for a bit, yep. and then so I guess he came back recently. That's a that's interesting. <laughs> so Tyson Kidd. He beats him very quick. Uh, just a. Not, not, not even an interesting match, Again, honestly.
2: Shout out Tyson Kid.
1: This was not a great debut from him, though. I admit, because it just no, Jamie Noble on the shout ramp after. Out. What a guy! <laughs> yeah. Anyways, WWE tops Billboard here. Voices, WWE the Music Volume Nine is the number one soundtrack in America, beating out Twilight, Cadillac Records, and Slumdog
0: Millionaire. When I saw you tweet this, I was like, Did <laughs> <laughs> you know screens are fucking weird, man? Back in the day. <laughs>
1: It's like celebrating. It's like a Guinness World Record, but they're celebrating something quite oddly specific. Are like, could they to, be?
0: Are you trying to say WWE or ECW in 2009 with these Digi-No screens at this time? It's like Tommy Tallarico trying to tell you about his Guinness World Records <laughs> and how they're actually a crock of
2: shits. It is. It, it's weird though because it's like, <laughs> like WWE the voice, the voices compilation album outselling Twilight and Song of the Millionaire. Is
3: not too abstract a concept for me, but it still feels weird. Yeah, I mean, do I, keep I, in mind. I mean, like *Slumdog Millionaire* is like is weird. The fact that it beat *Twilight* is actually weirder to me.
2: See, but the thing is, a *Twilight* soundtrack—the only thing it really had going for it was the Paramore.
3: Mm. So also,
2: decode by Paramore. But
1: um, WWE *Volume 9 is just there's loads of good theme songs on there. Cause this is
2: like like prime I feel like it's a thing that like WWE fans just would buy anyway.
0: I was yeah, going to say, don't, don't, don't tell me... Don't try and tell me, chair, that Kung Fu Naki is a good song. <laughs> well, he... Uh, I believe he is in, like, a
1: Battle royal in one of the big episodes of ECW. I won't talk about that. That's not very fun. What is fun is our main event, gents, of Christian versus Jack Swagger. non title match. Hell yeah. Uh, very fun encounter, honestly, for Christian's return. He just... He doesn't get into the classics in, as I like to call them. He doesn't do... It's very weird. It's a Christian match where he doesn't hit his spots, the Christian spots, as I call them, the yeah. kind of middle rope choke, the uppercut from the middle rope. He does hit the inverted DDT, but it's yeah. a very weird affair. Christian just wants to show that he can do moves, which, I mean, fair enough. Mm. He's a good match.
2: When Christian Anyways, started going nutty in this time period with the missile dropkick. Yeah.
1: Finn, it was the missile kick they used from the middle rope, which was very weird. Finley came down to the ring with Hornswoggle and uh, Christian won. Guess they're setting up the No Way Out match. But, anyways, overall, you can see how that shows very. There's a lot of weird stuff and not very great matches, but also some very good matches as well. It's jam packed and also in between every match is either a promo or a very. It's just a video package. But in this time, remember, this is 2009 WWE. This is like WrestleMania 25. 26, 27. They're on point with the video packages around this time. Mm-hmm. I just getting to watch those every week. I'm not complaining. Like, getting to see whatever John Cena Randy Orton feud is with some like, and a, a skillet song is a lot of fun. But I'm enjoying myself around this time. But you know what else I'm enjoying, lads? Why, well, it's the 15th of September, 2009 episode of ECW <laughs> taking place right after Breaking Point, which had UK Zone. William Regal lose to Christian in an ECW mm-hmm. title match. That's the recap. Then we get to the intro where William Regal interrupts uh, Tiffany's in-ring promo. Also, uh, this isn't on this show, but I do just want to point out, there is like a episode of ECW which just cold opens with Regal saying, Tiffany got in a car accident. I'm now GM for the night. That's now it. That's they, don't, they don't address it at all. They, they just say, Yeah, she's been in a car accident. I'm the GM now. It's just, it's, ECW is wild, man. I love it. That bloody heart that Tiffany's
0: yeah. got in a car accident and I'm GM now. Yeah,
1: it does that and then it goes into the, I know you've been looking <laughs> for me. Also, I do love that intro. Just want to point that out because uh, I'm here defending ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very nice Also, it's like, it just repeats those of superstars because, I mean, you have so many people on the roster that you actually want to promote as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, this is a weird match because Tiffany forces in this... Man, this is not the Car Crash episode. This is a... Yeah, so Tiffany's just like, listen, Regal, shut the fuck up. You're having a match right now with the Hurricane. Ruthless Roundtable, they're banned from ringside and you have to keep wearing your suit. So there's that's Willie cool. Regal in a suit against the Hurricane. And the finish is like Hurricane. So they run, they left the ring, they come back in. Hurricane's like about to enter the ring. His head's over the middle rope. Regal hits him with the knee trembler. He goes to pin him. They're like right next to the ropes, mind you. Hurricane's leg is just like hanging outside the ring. And like the referees slid outside the ring to count. He's like, leg is outside. Hurricane just fully positions himself back in the ring, like normally. No interference from Regal, just gets pinned. I, I just thought it's a very weird finish. That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's like Hurricane's letting himself lose. I don't know. Yeah. Goldust hyping up Yoshitatsu backstage ahead of his match with Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder interrupts them. Uh, Goldust, uh, what is it? I believe he uh, actually teaches Yoshitatsu the English word for loser, and it's Zack Ryder. I assume spell with a Z A C H. Who knows? Yep. I guess it was GTV behind those uh, video packages. Who knows?
0: Question yeah. here, chair. Correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Was Goldust still doing the Tourette's gimmick at this point?
1: <laughs> yes, he was. I believe. Oh. Ooh, ooh, I don't ooh. have it here. I do. I do have a post. I, I think I, it's like a tweet where it's a it's a backstage segment. It's a four-man tag like backstage. It's Dreamer, Yoshi, Christian, Goldust. Christian's like hyping each person up. He's like. Goldust, you're a freak. Why would you say that? And then he's like, all right, everyone hands in for this. And Goldust goes, okay, (laughs) (laughs) on." They all put their hands in. They all go up and they all go, (laughs) like, (laughs) Dreamer does it. Yoshi does it. Christian does it. It's great. This is a very fun show. Uh, This is a very turn your brain off. Just enjoy some casual wrestling. It's very Attitude -er Era-esque. And we know Tyrodin loves the Attitude Era, obviously. He (laughs) wants to bring it back. So, <laughs> he he'd love this.
0: silence. He's
1: a... <laughs> he'd love ECW two thousand nine. Yeah. This is then we get a very good Yoshitatsu zakaraita match with uh Yoshitatsu picking up the win with a rolling elbow and high kick. Mind you, he's in the Masawa gear This is
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yoshitatsu is... in his
0: Masawa tribute arc. Yeah, this is shortly after I would say, around this time that Masawa did just recently pass away as well. What Bushi I love Tatsu about this is that WWE it's so separately
2: tripster. and devoid of context in ECW, two,
1: WWE, ECW. Mm. just started
2: doing his moves and shit. You have to understand that there's got to be a very hyperfine intersection of people that were watching ECW 2009 and well, American wrestling fans that were watching ECW 2009 and also knew who Mitsuhara Misawa was. <laughs> Like, okay. Yoshitatsu is just doing this purely out of vibes. He's like, No, yeah. I have to do this. I've been given a mission by God Himself. And His name. Match is...
1: Striker does acknowledge it. Like, uh, he'll acknowledge, like, the green and the gear he's wearing is in reference to his fallen hero. When he hits a rolling hill, he'll be like, That's for his childhood hero. So they do pay some tribute, but I don't believe they ever mention Masao's name, which is. I don't know if that wraps me the wrong way or not. It's a little just very odd. Mm. Again, it's WWE. They probably didn't want to play him for some reason. True. Yeah.
2: They didn't want to pay you
1: no penalties. Yoshitatsu and Zack had a very good match. Like, very fun match. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to the chemistry and their development. Very fun. 15th of September. ECW Lance. Watch it. It's very good. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, it sounds like I'm making fun of it, but when you watch it, it's just a lot of dumb yeah, that's, fun.
2: That's, that's just the is... consequence of being British. Honestly, that's just we the best way to PC watch wrestling you say stuff in earnest and it sounds like we're taking the piss out of it. Yeah, because I love these shows. I watch,
1: I'll kid you not, know, I have ECW playing right now, just very low volume. We <laughs> yeah. should so have to just, just hit a diving carball kick on Christian, look at that. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyways, after this match, there was a video package hyping up Christian. He's not on the show. He's, they play this video package every week, but he's, he's not on the show this week. Because the main event is a battle royal when next week the winner earns a title shot. I guess he's in the Star Royal.
0: Oh, I, I think I remember this one. Um if memory serves me correct, I believe it is um Ezekiel Jackson, Gold correct. Dust correct. Sheamus Correct. Shelton Benjamin Correct Shame uh Seamus have I already uh, said <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, no, Paul Burchill. Correct. Tommy Dreamer. Correct. Pringles in a ball himself, Kozlov.
1: Of course, he has <laughs> a like, a stare down with Zeke. That's supposed to be like a big, like the crowd's gonna
0: cheer big for this. It's the it's the ruthless round table, like tease. <laughs> I don't know. And it's basically Kozlov just whispering to Ezekiel Jackson, I love double-double-E. I <laughs> love- Yoshi <Yeah. laughs> Yoshitatsu? Yes. Who was, Who was in a one? match
1: with Zack Ryder in the match earlier, mind you?
0: Who was the last one?
1: I'll give you a hint. He may have also had a match earlier in the night. Maybe also with Yoshitatsu.
0: <laughs> was it Zack Ryder? I did see- Oh, yeah, Zack Ryder. But wasn't it someone else? The roster's else?
1: so paper that Tyler Rex as well, yes. Tyler
0: Rex! Yes, that Aww. was the one. Tyler Rex, noted ECW alumni. Yes, the only one that could do the burning hammer in WWE, but then John Cena got offended <laughs> because he was doing the. That's MCU. not gonna work for me, brother. <laughs> he did. He did Hogan him. <laughs>
1: I mean, this is like Cena in like the orange gear, so it makes sense. That's an in between of red and yellow. I do, yeah. do, do, do.
0: Uh, <laughs> but if Mary so, anyways. Says... Mm. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, If memory serves be me correct. I know who wins this one. I think I know who wins this one. but I'll let you do the honors there, chair. Yeah.
1: So, Yoshitatsu obviously beat Zack Ryder early in the night, and now he's got this big opportunity in the Battle Royal. You know, ECW, by the way, throughout this time, Christian's a dominant champion. He's had the title twice, uh, winning it once just, I believe, at pay-per-view, second time on pay-per-view from Tommy Dreamer, second time around. And he is in like a 200-day reign, and occasionally he'll be on commentary for matches. He might actually be on commentary for this. And he's always building up that, listen, Yoshitatsu is the future of ECW. He's a great talent. He's a future champion, but he's not beating me for it. They always set that up. There's a clear story in ECW. As 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 dumb as that sounds, they are setting up a clear story. Yoshitatsu is going to be the one to beat Christian for the title. That's like clear as day to me. So who wins this match? Zack Ryder, who lost to (laughs) Yoshitatsu earlier in the night.
2: Uh, (laughs) WWE (laughs) strikes again. I mean, come on guys. This
1: is only September. They've got loads of more months to give Yoshitatsu his uh his, his his title run. Look right. They never did. Are
2: we gonna are we gonna do this? Are we gonna do this? I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let let me load it up. I'm going to load it up. If you're not going to do it, I'm going to load it up. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, right. The fact that Yoshitatsu did not get an ECW title reign and did not get anything else from WWE other than I believe it was an Andre the Giant Battle royale victory or some kind. Did he? That's it was funny. like a WrestleMania like pre-WrestleMania Rumble thing. Yeah, right. I mean, he did not get enough. <laughs> It's fucking horse shit. This Yoshi man Tatsu is incredible. In this time.
1: Yeah. He's up there with Christian. I think him and Christian are tied for work, right? In ECW, they both, you put them in the ring with anyone. Hell, even Tommy Dreamer, and you get a good match.
2: I'll, be, I'll Respectfully, check. I'm not putting Tommy Dreamer and work right in the same sentence.
1: <laughs> um, He's getting carried, it's okay.
2: Right? Yoshi Tatsu was fucking awesome, and I'm so sad he didn't get more. But right. I am happy that he was able to go and do stuff in all Japan even if he did become big carney i don't care uh, he's living his best life to exist in all japan you have to be big carney anyway he the man's awesome. was... he he's also... underrated he's been overlooked yoshi is fucking brilliant and
0: he also did probably the best english commentary for one wrestle kingdom let's be honest yes.
1: <laughs> wonderful man which makes it all the more frustrating cuz in december up until uh, i believe it's like maybe the one of the last ECW shows in January. There's a one big long setup for the ECW Homecoming. That's essentially towards the end of ECW's life. This we've been over this, right? There's not a lot of people in ECW, mm. right? They will occasionally get main roster pop-ins, like a uh, October 20th ECW 2009. Chris Jericho, Unified Tag Team Champion, I believe, with uh, either Edge or Big Show. He's just he pops up on ECWs He's like, are a match with Christian for the title. They just have a nice, they just have like a 15-minute match, which is very fun. You know, CM Punk pops up, Mark Henry pops up. He will just pop up often to give kind of Christian that big title match, which I think is a lot of fun and just adds to his reign, but yeah. The ECW Homecoming was this event where they just get loads of past, uh, dare I say, ECW Originals to compete to earn a shot at the ECW Tile at the Royal Rumble. And our lads... Let's run through some of our favorite ECW originals in the homecoming tournament, of course. We have Kane, Mark Henry, CM Punk. You won't get this. Evan Bourne, my favorite ECW original. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Ezekiel Jackson, who's still in ECW. Yes, there's no homecoming. He's still there, but yeah. I don't know. Homecoming has like loads of former ECW champions pretty much and Ezekiel Jackson wins the match to get Christian at the Rumble he loses at the Royal Rumble at the end of January he lose keep this in mind he lost on pay-per-view to Christian for the title two weeks later he beats him for the title on the final episode of ECW what the fuck
3: You you could have just given it to Yoshitatsu.
1: The the story was there. Finish the story. It frustrates me so much. because They were clearly building up with Christian being cocky. Like, yeah, Yoshi was going to win the title. He's not beating me for it. It's clear Yoshi was going to beat him. Then we get chicken heel Christian or something against Yoshitatsu. That would have been fun. He could have made
0: fun of his dead father. But what (laughs) did we get?
2: Ezekiel Jackson as a one-day champion. that evolution of Christian yeah,
0: He wasn't wearing turtlenecks at that point, Cher. Yeah, and
2: that's... we the wouldn't get to that point.
0: Power. Maybe we'd have gotten there if they didn't cancel ECW. <laughs> Look, right, <laughs> so it, it,
2: it's super. well established that when a villain wears a turtleneck, it reaches another level.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> that's just that's one thing that just super frustrates me. Oh,
0: I don't okay. know why. Okay, okay, events-wise, you picked out quite a good actually bunch of uh matches and good ecws there i'm glad you brought up the swagger christian one because honestly for free tv that match should not have been on ecw television honestly that should have been kind of a pay-per-view match that was very very good <laughs> they just didn't want to put ecw on pay-per-view oh, <laughs> that's yeah, the real thing after this december, the dismember, I can't they december to dismember <laughs>
2: really did enough damage
0: and that was like many years in the past at that point but, fucking, but the, the the zeke the ezekiel jackson ones always kind of confused me uh about him losing and then two weeks later just making him the final ecw champion and look what did that did for his career he got, he I'm was, sure
2: they had some kind of intent behind it, but whatever intent they had was fucking shit.
0: He joined the core. I mean, he joined the core pretty soon after, and then, of course, was part of the very infamous Ted DBRC botched yes. finish, where Cody says, and I quote, uh, what Ted Jr. said to Vince, Where's that referee? He was, he trying, was to trying to fuck, fuck on me! Fuck on oh, me. me!
3: We harmonised that, that was great. That's... <laughs> That was disturbing how in sync all of you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: going to say, my hatred for Ezekiel, actually, and I love Big Zeke, I can't...
2: Here's the thing. I hate have WWE Z- Underground run? He was great! His, his Underground
0: run was great, but I will say this. He's not the greatest wrestler, wrestler to come out of Guyana. Ain't that right, Reardon? Because you're good, because you're... Because if memory serves me correct, you do have... A certain distant relative who also came from Guyana, if memory serves me correct. I,
3: I, I have I my 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 fam, pa, my family on my father's side is from Guyana as well as some kids.
0: <laughs> if memory serves me correct, though, you, you said, you are related to the uh, the very well-known Prince Kumali, who was quite That's... relevant in the world of sport, and that I am has several matches with Antonio Inoki. So, who is the better wrestler out? Who came from Guyana? I, I,
3: what What can I say? What can I say? My fam, I am wrestling bloodline. Wrestling has more one than time. one royal family. All I'm Let's saying see. is, when
0: is the. My bloodline, favorite bloodline. What I going to say, who, when, when is Samoa versus Guyana going to
2: happen? <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't fight the Samoans. They're going to turn up with their 38 cousins. Yeah, listen. Listen. And
0: all of them are suddenly related to The Rock. I mean,
3: they are all Look, related to The Rock. I hear you. However,. Guyana he is... Chandra? However, I'm, may I point out that Guyana has the Amazon rainforest? So, I think I think they're probably, you know... It's going to be a competitive fight. Let's put it that way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway.
0: So, Chair. Okay. I'm getting there. You've slightly convinced me. You've unlocked a couple of memories within me in terms of certain moments and matches. Certain roster members as well. Come on, I, I, one more little bit of convincing for me. Come on, what have you got for me? All right. Well, let's get some compelling
1: storytelling, shall we? I mean, yes, we could have gone if they did it right. We could have gone a lovely story between Yoshi Tatsu and Christian, which would have basically been the predecessor to Christian Jungle Boy, and would have been fantastic because Yoshi Tatsu great around this time, and Christian's great, both men. You could argue in their. Pro- Regardless, how about we get into. Something that I think we all think near and dear to our hearts. Let's think about the poor destruction and dissension of the Ruthless Roundtable. Now, lads, we all know the Ruthless Roundtable. William Regal, Vladimir Kozlov, Ezekiel Jackson. A formidable trio that your creative superstar has feared across many games. <laughs> but when they, dis- when they fell into disrepair, it was very disheartening. I mean, lads... Regal betrayed Ezekiel Jackson, aligning himself with Vladimir Kozlov. Which you know what that did? That made Ezekiel Jackson a hot babyface in ECW in December of 2009.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. In fact, my favorite babyface.
1: On the final ECW 2009, the same episode where Zack Ryder faces Tommy Dreamer. If Dreamer loses, he must leave ECW match. Uh, which, by the way, I uh, I live tweeted this when I watched it uh, like the end of uh, last year. Tommy Dreamer sent me a very angry DM because I said he'd have to retire from wrestling if he lost that match. And I joked, like, oh, yeah, he won't, he will stay retired. He won't show up in TNA. He sent me like a very passive aggressive DM after that, which was very weird, but we love Tommy Dreamer.
2: <laughs> Such is the way of wrestling. You
1: and sure he wished it? me a happy new year, though. <laughs> oh, passive aggressive nice. happy new year.
3: That, that's nice.
1: But, anyways, Ezekiel Jackson cuts a promo, which I point out because, uh, the man comes out, black t-shirt, bootcut jeans. He's out here cutting maybe the promo of his life, talking about the Book of Ezekiel. Now, hear me out if you've heard this one before. Powerhouse Hobbs, didn't, didn't he just like recently start a Book of Hobbs gimmick? Yeah. Did yeah. Hobbs steal from Ezekiel Jackson? Because <laughs> that's... Quite possibly.
0: That's the, a that's the conspiracy I don't want to hear about. <laughs>
1: He's an innovator, but... So yeah, in that segment, Vladimir Clauser had unfortunately come out in his rain gear to attack a civilian clothed Ezekiel Jackson in a devastating attack. I mean, because he realized his boots like uh... had been
0: replaced by McCoy's.
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's maybe as tragic as when Stone Cold got fired from the WWF, but I digress. I took forget. my ball and went home, <laughs> son. Yeah. Anyways, we all remember the dissension. It was such a heartbreaking loss of ECW's most dominant faction, which never won matches. <laughs> they never won matches, but uh, uh, it is yes. what it is.
0: Yes, the ruthless rant and the baldies. Quite possibly two of the greatest factions in, e- factions in ECW history. <laughs>
1: and now, glad I point out the dissension of this group because it can really bring you to tears when you think about how wonderful wrestling can be as a storytelling medium. Because on the final episode of ECW, Ezekiel Jackson would take on Christian in a rematch of their Royal Rumble Classic bout. And Ezekiel Jackson, he's the underdog babyface here against the big heel Christian, obviously. Christian's been this dominant champion for ECW. He's essentially the bad guy. Ezekiel Jackson, he's the hero everyone wanted. And so what happened? His old pals, William Regal and Vladimir Kozlov, they helped him. They helped him secure that victory to become the final ECW champion. I mean, wrestling can really move you to tears almost. And they give you the sort of heart-throbbing, just emotional storytelling, Ezekiel Jackson finally, big underdog that he is, he cheated to win the ECW title. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't convince you that ECW two thousand nine
0: is a great product, I don't know what will. I think it's we've just, got. I think it's the look of relief on Regal's face as the final shot when he's holding Zeke's <laughs> arm up that makes you realize it's like, like... rock. Thank fuck. ECW's finally over. I can go home
2: now. I ain't got to deal with Christian anymore now.
1: <laughs> it's like Rock and Roman at the end of the uh, 2015 Rumble. It's great. What? Uh, ECW's. We've been through very weird product. Some inconsistent storytelling. Uh, star started yet yeah, not star started roster. Guest stars from the main roster popping up like Punk and Jericho quite frequently, actually. Our oh, Truth even. I think has a tag match with Christian. And then you've also got this stuff like Incest Paul Birchall, who's in a perpetual feud with DUI Hurricane. It's, it's a very weird product, but it's a very fun product. It's nostalgic, which keep in mind, when I say I like Eastlip 2009, that's because I have so much fun watching it. There is something so fun about watching this one hour long condensed wrestling product. You get some fun matches. Just some random cringy and funny backstage promos. The video uh, pro- packages, very nostalgic. It's just a very laid back, nostalgic, enjoyable watch for me. And I feel like that's something you can't get really in wrestling with anything else. TNA, you watch, if you watch like 2005 TNA, for example, you're going to be watching that because that's just a genuinely top to bottom, insanely good product. So you won't yeah. really get nostalgia from it. You just watch it because it's good. You're not gonna watch 2009 Raw SmackDown because that's too
2: long, and it's too long, and you're watching the fucking Phantom Zone of wrestling. <laughs> it's too long, and there's just a certain thing about it where you don't want to watch it. This is a very do you, do you weird show live where it's through the fucking Raw anonymous general manager period. <laughs> this
1: show is short but sweet. It's got enough good wrestling to actually make it sustainable, which is a very weird thing for WWE in this time. You've got people like Christian who's just in their prime, Yoshi Tatsu very good, Zack Ryder, very good, Tommy Dreamer's like only ever like good run in wrestling maybe, (laughs) Jack Swagger, Matt Hardy, they have some fun times. It's a very fun program to watch. It's nothing you take too serious I think. I think it's the epitome of wrestling where it's just mindless fun and that's why, gents, that's my defense for
0: ECW 2009. God I love Yoshitatsu. So we try to. So we've. I've just come to a realization that WWE have never learned their lesson. Despite all of that good stuff, no one ends up watching it. They did it with ECW. They did it with NXT UK. They're yeah, both you know. the same. They're both the
3: same. Yeah. WWE didn't no. learn its lesson. No, 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 no. Me, could be. It could be a biography on, on its in and of itself.
0: See, for every Colin Delaney, there's a Jack Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an insane comparison. <laughs> <That is laughs> but wild. tell me that I'm right. <laughs> tell me what I'm telling lies. I mean, folks, where's
2: the lie?
1: I mean, I'm actually quite glad you pointed out how that's WWE never learning from their mistakes. As I did point out earlier, AEW's newest show, Collision, has some eerie similarities to ECW. Now, lads, I'm just going to quickly spitball. Uh, it's spit just ball. the natural
2: cycle of wrestling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've got Vance Archer. They've got Christian. And specifically, the last show that took place, the second ever collision, that first hour, to me, was ECW 2009. I will explain like this. It didn't start with an intro right away. Most AEW shows, is just intro out the gate. They start with a little promo, then into the intro. That is ECW two thousand nine twenty 20 Because it's very, it's actually like a backstage promo too. It just cut between them. The way he just instantly cut to the intro to the big panning—I don't know—something about that very just beginning bit of collision was very east of 2009. The pace of the matches with promos in between, and the fact that by the end of the first hour, Christian was on screen holding a tile.
0: Lads, it's it's the same thing, and I'm here for it. Time is a straight line. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell and you it's this terrifying a chair. You may, I wasn't say you haven't fully convinced me to be a convert to the year 2009 at ECW. However, you may have been able to sway me slightly that it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. There were some diamonds in a very, 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 very rough patch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my main point here. if anything, it's this isn't a super perfect wrestling show. Some people will watch this; they're not gonna like ECW 2009 because it has so many flaws. I'm just someone where it's like, I can enjoy some garbage media. I think, I, and I like that, just because I get to enjoy more things, really. It's very fun. So I can watch something like East End of 2009, and I just get a sick pleasure from it. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. there's something about it where it's so, it's like, not even so bad. It's good. It's so odd. Like, but it's also, the diamonds in the rough just make it stick out so much more, how good those moments are. I don't know, maybe having a diamond surrounded by mediocrity emphasizes how well it is, because I mean that could be why Christian's run here is when people do care about paying attention to it, it's looked back with quite good fondness, because Christian has a great tile reign here, which I believe is actually the heart of ECW 2009 and even 2010. I did bring... He has a 200 plus day second reign. We did and bring it up
0: in his great. episode as well, we did bring it up quite prominently in his episode that he kind of single-handedly save the remnants of a car fire that was ECW. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Right, I mean, Matt Hardy was a champion, he left after Swagger beam at the start of the year, Kane was gone, Mark Henry was gone, essentially, WWE's big hitters that they were kind of pulling in ECW, just to, I guess, win titles and things, they were all gone. ECW was on its last legs, with new talent and Shelton Benjamin, that was really the brand. Christian comes in, he injects he injects it with the three Cs. Canada, Christian, and Charisma. And, gents, that brand gets Yoshi, Tatsu, Zack Ryder on firing on all cylinders. You get Shelton, Benjamin, and Sheamus in a very fun feud. Because, I mean, it's just basic wrestling. They want to beat the piss out of each other feud. yeah. And they just have fun matches. Sheamus hits them hard. Shelton, it's Shelton, Benjamin. Like, that just speaks for itself. It's just, they have fun matches. It's... It's nothing too special, but it is, it is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. And that's why I'm here to mainly defend. It's not bad. In defense of E7 I'm defending the fact that it is not bad. It is, dare I say, good. Maybe not great. Maybe not great. But I take it for what it is. And I take it as a good wrestling product with occasional dips, but the
0: spikes when it has them. It's a bloody good spike, let me tell you that. You know what? Perfect sentence to end and wrap up this episode, if you ask me. Okay. All right. Dan Brearden, what do you think before we end? Look,
2: Ray, here's my thing. WWE Cw was never meant to be a world beta program. And I think there was just a point where they are like, we'll keep it alive, use the name, and then let it die its death. But goddamn if it wasn't just a fun little wrestling show. <laughs> and that's all I, it is, really. That's all I ever wanted it to be. I didn't really care about it being much else. It's just a fun little wrestling show. It's just a goofy little guy. The,
3: <laughs> goofy little fella. Yeah. See I would be hundred percent for that if it wasn't for the fact that it was called ECW. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Like I the think... fact it's called the fact it's called ECW is tantamount to like just Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, the highest highest degree of blasphemy.
3: Yeah. It's
2: just just a silly, goofy little wrestling show of a guy.
3: Yeah. So, whilst you might have convinced me, you might have convinced me a little bit, I don't know. I just think, what a waste.
1: (laughs) I'll give you this. It does misuse the ECW name, I think, to to a a degree, of course. Because, I mean, in that Christian Return episode, Jack Swagger, the ECW champion, takes off a turnbuckle pad. He's cheating, and people don't like it, even though he's the extreme championship wrestling champion. You know?
2: I I think at that point, the the concept of the actual ECW is just completely lost.
1: I believe at this point, it was just ECW, the brand itself, it had died, it came back for the one-night stands, of course, it got its own show, and then the extreme elements that made it kind of what it was back then, they slowly fizzled out. And this essentially just became proto- NXT that's yeah. why I see it as it had upcoming stars it had established names like technically you could think of Christian as being like an established indie guy coming in because he came from TNA mm, yeah. he kind of he's in like that kind of I don't know Adam Cole position you could say or Samoa Joe where he comes into the brand becomes their top champion and just gives it some life I don't know I just I find it very it's a very good case study I think
2: I, oh, that's I'm in
0: interesting. There. I'm in agreement. There, it has been. It's been a lot of fun to kind of realise <laughs> all this, if I'm honest, and uh... <sighs> maybe the next time you you come to the defence of something, it will be the very first incarnation of NXT. <laughs> 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 Oh, I mean, <laughs> will I be defending that? I don't know.
1: I mean, we'll <laughs> see, we'll see. But, uh, I actually don't hate it that much. But...
0: <laughs> oh, 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 but now you convinced me. <laughs> uh, here comes the sequel. No, 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 no. So, yeah, that is where we're going to end this week's episode. Chair, what an absolute pleasure it has, uh, has been to have you on uh, this time for a very, like a full-on, fully-fledged episode. I am so happy. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. If you have socials, uh, videos, anything coming up that you've edited, um, uh, anything else, like anything that you would like to promote, the floor is yours. Take it away. All right, well, thank you very much for having me anyways. This has been a very fun, this has
1: also been incredibly fun to record. I, As you can tell, I'm quite passionate about this. Like, <laughs> I just love to passionately speak about things, even as like, Almost mundane is this. I don't know. This was just a lot of fun. Uh, I don't have anything ready to promote. I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, I made a video on YouTube called Jungleman, the entire feud of Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. It was about their feud uh, up until fall year 2022. I, it's not like the best video of all time, but I still think it's a very fun video, just going over their feud. It's got some music laid in to just essentially get you through some of the dull moments. It's a very fun video, I think. Do check it out if you if you do care. That's, that's all I really got. I'm just very thankful to be here.
0: I'll stop it. Stop it, you. Obviously, as well, if you're in the base world community, Chair is usually there as well. Um, and your Twitter handle is at TopSuperKicker, if I'm correct. Is that right? That it is, yeah. But, uh, yes. Uh, Chair, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for popping in. Um, and... Uh, yeah, convincing us, us free somewhat that it wasn't too bad. <laughs> all things as, considered. as long as
1: I, uh, as long as I convinced you even a little bit. I convinced you even teared in a little bit, and I got Dan quite a bit as well. So exactly. that's I, those are big victories for me.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, next episode. Oh man, we're going from one extreme to the other, believe it or not. As we are joined by our dear friend Connor. For the fourth time, I believe, he's on. he's been on this show, as he discusses raw underground. Oh my! <laughs> Could it be? From,
3: from, I'm gone!
0: From, the, from your I'm double potatoes, to your strippers, to Omos guarding the door. Oh boy, we are talking all about it, and how appropriate as well as we're just having, we're just coming up to an underground rules style match on NXT. I kid you not, they actually have are having an underground rules match. (laughs) They are bringing the concept back. Everybody can't believe it, but that's all for the next episode. Until then, I have been Sam. This has been Dan, Reardon, and Chair, and you've been listening to the Sweet Chin Web Podcast. We will see you, as always, on the next one. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye. Bye. It's Christian.